Amen. Okay, we return to Genesis 39. And the injustice, the humiliation, the, the, the wickedness displayed by the lustful Potiphar's wife. So how do you and I respond when things like that happen to us? That is the real question. It is natural to get depressed. And why? How can someone be fighting for the truth? How can someone be fighting for the moral right and then suffer like that? It's good uh, what Peter advised us. If you suffer as a Christian, be happy. We know it. It is to do it. To suffer wickedness, to suffer injustice, to suffer evil for no just cause. Besides, you're trying to do the right thing. It is not every story. Let us be very sure about that. It is not every story that ends like Joseph's. You know, it is not, we have every right to believe that our story will end like Joseph's. Because um, in meditating on this story, you know, you kind of um, sit back and say, when they were carrying Joseph around the cities of um, Cairo or wherever the capital was, then, and they were saying, bend the knee, bend the knee, bend the knee, you know, soldiers running around, bend the knee, bend the knee. Would that include Potiphar's wife? <laughs> Would she see Joseph riding on the uh, Pharaoh's chariot? Would Joseph have insisted that they pass in front of Potiphar's house? <laughs> <laughs> you must drive me past. I need to see eyeball to eyeball with her. There are many people who um, were suggesting that um, the resurrection may not be true after all, because Jesus didn't go to show himself to Pilate and Caiaphas. But the truth of the matter is that those who do that, they, have, they think they have something to prove. Jesus didn't have anything to prove. I mean, Joseph didn't go to show himself to Potiphar's wife in his new position. It also means that he understands that he has nothing to prove to anybody. It is a measure of small-mindedness to try and display their new status. It shows you are not mature. So, if God has already spoken in the loudest way that even the deaf can hear, so why do you have to go and display it? It's already spoken so loud and clear. Your vindication has been announced. 
the greatest thing to one of the greatest things I would say to come out of this Joseph story is that he wasn't depressed, wasn't melancholic. He didn't mm. he didn't go to a corner and regret doing the right thing because that tends to happen when you suffer for doing the right thing. When you don't appear to gain from doing the right thing. If you and I wonder whether it is okay then to do the right thing, then it means that we are not truly converted because nobody should regret doing the right thing. Nobody should regret doing the right thing, no matter what it costs us. May suffer, may be humiliated, you may have pain, yes, but never regret doing the right thing. We are in a school, of course, all of us are in a school. And the reason why we study these men, because of the way God responded to them so powerfully and so wonderfully, the reason why we study them The reason why we study them is um, so that we too, like the Bible said, be inspired by their tenacity, their consistency, their desire to see it through, no matter. And there is evidence that Joseph went to prison, you know, without regrets, because he went there and he was not depressed. He rose to become the best prisoner. <laughs> that is the story of Joseph. No matter where you threw him, he became the best he could ever be. From favorite son to favorite houseboy to favorite prisoner. Didn't matter. But the singular statement that tells us the awesome power of righteousness is in that verse 21. But the Lord was with Joseph. There's nothing like that. It doesn't matter what is happening. It doesn't matter where it is happening. But the Lord is with you. The Lord is with me. That's all. And we must covet that. That no matter what is happening, let me live in such a way. Let me talk in such a way. Let me behave in such a way that will make it possible for the Lord to be with me. These, all these things are practical. It doesn't have to be on such a stage you know, or leading to such an end. No, it can be just ordinary things. You know, at home, simple things at work, you know. Because that's a reflection of our understanding of basic Christianity. You have to do the right thing. Lord, I need grace to do the right thing, to say the right thing, to go the right place. 
I need grace to get it right. I need grace to always get it right so that you'll be happy with me. That's all that matters, that God is happy with me. Joseph, he showed us that you can rise above the injustices of life. You can rise about the wickedness of men, above the wickedness of men, and still triumph because God is with you. Amen. And he gives us hope as we journey in our own lives. He gives us hope. So it is not about the reality of our world. It is how we respond to it. It is how we respond to it. Joseph showed us that how you respond to what is going on in your world is the most important thing. So that you can retain the abiding presence of God. Oh, Joseph could easily have said, Lord, what type of uh, trouble is this? I'm trying to do, obey you. I'm trying to do the right thing. I'm running from this woman like uh, a tiger or a lion is after me. And this is uh, what I end up with. Oh, yes. People think that way. <laughs> but Joseph went to prison and was determined to be the best prisoner there. As we will see, I love what he said to the butler and the baker, or the butler really, not the baker, because the baker was killed. When we get there, it's an amazing, it is an amazing um, a route, route, like they say, a route, like the Americans say, it's an amazing route in life. And there is something everyone needs to know about God. He didn't announce to Joseph, if you, if you can resist the seductions of Potiphar's wife, I'm going to make you prime minister of Egypt. Nobody gets such a privilege. No. Resisting Potiphar's wife's uh, seduction is just the right thing to do that period. And you're not doing it because there is any uh, accolade waiting at the corner for you. No. It's just that that is the right thing to do. Whether anybody is there to cheer or they're there to boo, it's immaterial. But that's the right thing to do. And this is really what um, church is about. To, to raise men and women with a clear sense of right and wrong. Many people have a poor sense of right and wrong. You can even have a, a right sense of right and wrong, but if you are not able to do it, you admit it. That will show a healthy community. Oh yeah, this was the thing I should have done, but I didn't do it. Uh -huh, that's, that's good. That's also good. At least it's the second best. It's the second best. But not have a compromise mentality. This is Nigeria. What else can you do? What else do you expect? This is Nigeria. Let's face reality. That is what is killing the place. 
That is what is killing the place. So, Joseph could easily have said, all the goodness I have done, you know, reporting the evil deeds of my brethren to my father so they can do it, stop doing evil, resisting Potiphar's wife's seductions, all the good I have done, all they ended up getting from his trouble. So I'll stop doing good. That will reflect lack of maturity and lack of a, a, a sense of right and wrong. Nobody stops doing good because of the consequences of doing good. That's what Jesus brought here. Do the right thing, say the right thing. Doesn't matter what you're feeling. Doesn't matter what is happening. Doesn't matter. Does that imply that God doesn't vindicate us? The Bible says it does vindicate us. But it doesn't tell you what is good. Joseph just had a, a what I call a signpost revelation. You know, remember I've told, told you about signpost revelation? You know, mm. so you can always uh, look back and draw courage from that. They say this is going to happen. It hasn't happened yet. It has not happened yet. So we have to keep going until it happens. That is it. That's the value of signpost revelations. To inspire, to encourage, to give sustaining hope and grace. So, a prayer is that um, you don't go to people like Joseph and come away with a story. No. You go to people like Joseph and come away with a life-transforming experience. A life-transforming encounter. I said, I should live my life with such steadiness, with such consistency, that if God is looking for something to bless, he will find it. He will find something to bless. Amen. Amen. May God help us. Amen. 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 Amen.